0: Greetings, Matt Comrades. It is your humble DM, Mike Gergoni, here to let you know that we here at Material Components are now part of the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. Punch-Up is proud to present such podcasts as Panel Up, The Action Shelf, and the very podcast you're listening to right now. And of course, the best way to support all of these shows is by going to patron.podbean.com slash punchup and becoming a patron today. When you do, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, including a brand new one shot from the folks here at Material Components, in which our heroes attempt to solve a murder in the urban fantasy streets beyond the veil. If you ever wanted to hear Michael Lissman playing as Detective Sasquatch, now's your chance. Once again, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup. Thanks for all the support, and now let's get you into this week's episode. Material Components, Season 2, Episode 71, Editor's Note. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there, now on the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey adventurers, thanks for being here.
1: Heck yeah. You're welcome. What's
0: up? Aloha.
1: Vibes. Oh my gosh, it's me! Uh, hey everybody. <laughs> We've, we've only been doing this for like four years. Almost, almost three
2: years. Uh, yeah, is it a four? 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 It's four. Wow. four. Really?
3: <laughs> Time.
1: Man. Damn, Olivia,
2: Jeez. four years.
1: Anyway, four years. Maybe someday I'll get it. But hmm. uh, until then, I'm Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of
2: Acalar. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Shay, the elven wizard.
3: I am Olivia. Oh, wait, no. Uh... Oh, thank you. <laughs>
2: so this is so this this has been longer than than four
1: years
3: yeah yeah (laughs) I am uh, who am I Uh, what a question no Mm -hmm. I'm Michael the other Michael um, on the podcast and I am Oswald with some other names (laughs) I don't even want to answer but hi y'all I'm Reed and I'll
4: be playing Amari wowzers
0: indeed and of course before we begin today's session i have to ask the same question i ask every time okay. and that is
3: michael Lisman yes. do you remember what happened last time uh well i don't remember my own name so let's yeah. bad yes. start
0: bad start i'm gonna say uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> we had a big fight i mean technically we started the fight before last session but uh, we are being attacked by a bunch of bounty hunters from various sources. I think two, there's two ships. Uh, so when last session started, we had a bunch of, bunch of baddies on the ship in the cockpit. Uh, I had already taken out three or whatever, so we still had two, um, one in a giant mech and the other one with like a, I think an assault rifle or something. It doesn't matter because they're fu- they're they're taken care of at this point you know uh yeah. shay was a ship so Shea was involved in their own way uh amari or uh, florian became a monster uh uh, uh you know a void monster of some sort uh i don't know what
1: you're talking about it Was <laughs> totally normal the whole
3: time amari punched florian so hard that florian went out cold Um, so there's that Uh, I was nearly killed by Amari's wife but then apparently she made the executive decision to spare this pathetic thing throwing up on the ground in front of her Um, Mera was nowhere to be well Mera has not been checked on yet after being uh, hacked or something in, in some way we haven't really looked into that uh, and then uh, my body uh, woke up and started talking because I think somebody is piloting me, much like Amari pilots Tux. Coincidence? I think not. Anyways, let's get started with this. Little meat man, Indeed. Yes, uh, when we last left our
0: heroes, they had successfully defeated an incursion of uh, bounty hunter types who had invaded the Tyresian And Amari had punched the monster right out of Florian, and Oswald had woken up not quite himself. And there is certainly a small, erudite birdman up and about, dusting himself off in the cargo bay of the Tiresian. But there is another... Oswald, Octavian, Theophilus, the question mark. And he is not present in the cargo hold of the Tiresian. He is not even really anywhere that he recognizes or can really register as a place, per se. He is conscious He is aware and perceiving, he thinks, there is sensation, and he is wiggling his toes on what feels like a broad slab of paving stone beneath his feet. Some kind of flagstone worn by time and use. He does not see, because there is nothing to see, but he is aware, he can feel his extremities, he can move his head from side to side, but it is all shadow, darkness. There is a curious sensation all about him. This strange acknowledgement of distance between himself and something just beyond his capacity to reach. That feeling you get when you move about your house, when it's totally black. You know where the furniture is. You know where it should be. You can almost sense it just beyond where you're touching. The walls of a hallway, so familiar in the daylight. Not visible in the darkness, but you know for sure they are there. That is where you find yourself now, Oswald. In this strange, dark nowhere. And as you call out your voice echoes in this place Hello, 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 hello growing distant, and then it comes back to you. Hello, 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 hello
3: But from behind, it seems to echo. I wonder if I Well, this can't be death. This is not what death is like. At least I don't think so. Um can I can I so I if I search my body, I I have like the clothes that I was wearing, or uh,
2: mm-hmm. I have the stuff
3: yeah. that. Can I try to use a light feature on my uh, spectacles? The, just hit a, hit the button there. Does anything happen? Yeah, and
0: the Aethite lenses light up with a bright light. What what color is the light that Oswald puts off?
3: My, my first instinct is green, and I know that's a bad color, um, but, you know, it's it's one of my favorites, so let's go with it. Fate, faint verdant
0: light streams out from your eyes and illuminates this space in front of you. There's this dull forest green sheen that opens up in a cone just before you, and reveals a long corridor. It's not a corridor. It's a an aisle? An aisle with shelves to either side of you. Long, endless shelves that move off into the distance, and looking up, you can see stretch up, into darkness where your light dwindles in shadow and yet the shelves continue upward there is no sign of a ceiling glancing around you see that the shelves are full of books millions and millions of books none of them a uniform size or disposition many of them have titled spines and it's all written in the same precise serifed font everything here is written in the same hand if it indeed is written most likely they are printed in such ways but the books themselves are not uniform in size but they are uniform in script what language am I seeing on them midconic the most common language in the dragon's wake galaxy
3: And that seems to be pretty uniform. Uh, uh, 100%. Okay, gotcha. Hmm. These are those books Florian always talks about. And the books have
0: strange titles. They're more subject lines than titles. You see names, places, events,
3: objects. Interesting hello I I call out again Um, I guess just I'm going to move forward uh, down the aisle
0: okay when you call it the second time your voice is muffled there is no echo it seems as though the sound is being stifled around you this time interesting Well, as you move down the corridor The bookshelves are spaced evenly to either side of you. Eventually you come to a break in the shelves and looking to your left and to your right, you can see that there is a countless number of aisles in either direction. They seem to be broken very evenly. And the further aisles you see to your left and to your right stretch
3: on into darkness are the aisles labeled at all, or are they just just endless aisles of, of just bookshelves?
0: Looking around and getting into this corridor, you can look up at the side of the shelf and see that there is a little brass plate at what would probably be eye level for most <laughs> sapient species. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an average, so you're looking up at it. Yeah. But it is seems to be
3: organized by date. Oh, interesting. What date the the aisle that I found myself in what is the what is the date that is listed on that? The date you can see is the
0: today's date down to the
3: second. Oh. So the date that I that we had this fight on the ship, is the Mm -hmm. date that's listed down to the second in this aisle. Right. And looking to your right, you can see
0: that the next aisle over is the next second.
3: Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, now I'm curious, and I'm going to go back into the aisle, and I'm going to look through the titles of books, uh, looking for something that might catch my eye. Uh, I mean, I guess this aisle probably goes on seemingly forever but um or at least from my perspective it does um but mm-hmm. yeah uh can i just take a look and see i don't even know what i'm looking for necessarily but like i guess maybe if i can find something yeah i don't i don't know uh i don't necessarily know what I, what to look for yet okay as you just
0: peruse the shelf again it appears to be a random smattering you see a a name just leaps out at you mm-hmm. and it is a seemingly random um you have no idea who this person is or what their deal is but it is a uh, a name that's algaz of x3427 x43 th- 327 is apparently a mining colony and algaz is its administrator the book is tiny barely more than a pamphlet and you open it and it seems to have a brief section detailing this person's business dealings as they relate to a mining consortium at this location and you immediately recognize this for what it is this is an entry in the archive it's brief, it's to the point, it probably has something bigger to do with the mining consortium, and this person just happens to be listed, and so it is just a tangential article.
3: Hmm, oh, that's interesting. It's a Wikipedia entry with two sentences. Yeah. Um, can I try to access the archive and my uh, uh, spectacles? And when you
0: do, there is this kind of screeching feedback that feeds into your eyes, and everything kind of blurs and doubles for a second. And a voice says, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Huh? Hello? Is somebody there? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. We have you in a bit of a holding pattern at the moment if you could just give us a few more moments we will have everything set up.
3: Could you be a little bit more specific because I I'm very confused. I was with my I was on a ship not too long ago and I don't really know how I got here. Is this Is this the archive? Yes. Oh, so I must be in the metanet, probably, right? That would make sense. This would be an interesting way to, you know, manifest the, the archive in, a, in a, a way that makes sense for those who are metadiving.
0: Correct, though, for the most part, we do not allow people into the uh, backroom infrastructure, as it were. Oh, is
3: that where I, I'm in You're where... not in the public terminal. Oh, oh, Interesting. Well I I do apologize if I've intruded I I didn't mean to although I I must say I I have been a, a, a active member on uh, the archive for a while I'm an archivist uh, uh yes
0: Mr Theophilus again if you could just hold on a moment we will be ready for you in a, uh, just a bit
3: Oh good and when you say we what do you mean uh, are you um well, I myself and the other chief editors.
0: Oh, excellent. Right. Well, about introductions how- will be made shortly. Please f- feel free to peruse the shelves. Okay. We will be with you momentarily.
3: Right. And when you say momentarily, like what specific amount of time are we talking? I just want to know, like, I don't want to get into an uh, article that is really engaging and then, you know, interrupt it halfway through. You know what I mean? There's no response. Okay, well, I guess I'll just pick something else then. I don't care about Algaz from x four three two seven. although that would really freak him out if I went there and said his name out loud. Who am I talking to? I'm talking to myself because, you know, I'm used to it at this point. Um, And I, I, I think he continues to mutter to himself and he just keeps perusing down this aisle looking for things... I, I guess the first thing to look at is is to look for information that either I have posted or uh, information about like what happened uh before I blacked out essentially mm-hmm it's what you would find is your own
0: recordings as they were happening mmm Oh. They are marked as unedited and not posted. And, in fact, as you start, like, scrolling through stuff here, you would find that the vast majority of the stuff on the shelves here has either not been edited or not been
3: posted to the archive proper. Mm. Hence the back room uh, of the mm-hmm. – uh... oh, interesting. Okay i'm in the metanet i guess i don't know if that's a good thing hmm. well i guess i could look while i'm here can i look for information on uh the i'm trying to re- why can i not remember the name of our ship the tyresian <laughs> i just kept thinking the loss philo- uh, thilos- uh Basically my own name, so uh, Theophilus. Uh, but the Tiresian, is there anything about like the bounty on it, or? Yeah, you don't exactly have a search yeah. function
0: here, so you're you're just looking at like raw, just raw data, data. Yeah. and like it's not even raw data. It, it is submissions or things that might be submitted or things that are waiting for approval after having been submitted mm. in chronological order down to the nanosecond once you're in the shelves here yeah oh my God. of people from all over the galaxy submitting articles to the archive
1: Oswald Goodness. you're like a millennial having to actually look things up in a library as opposed oh. to being able to google it
3: where's the search function <laughs> there must be at least a, a directory or some something um I guess okay I'm going to leave the aisle and so I I can see like one direction is in the past so then the other direction is in the future of of the moment of this aisle or like of this specific second mm-hmm. I guess I'm yeah. I'm going to run into the direction of the future <laughs> as Mm -hmm. as fast as i can as far as i can before i get winded and then go and then randomly select an aisle it's gonna be like two minutes in into the future but you know um yeah and here's the funny thing about time
0: it just keeps going so even as you were poking around in this aisle seconds ticked by and more aisles were created. And so by the time you're making this decision and running a few minutes ahead, it it looks as though this thing just stretches off into infinity. Maybe if you, when you first got here, you suddenly hooked a right and started going towards the future. You might've been able to catch up, but Mm. even then more seconds keep happening, more submissions from all over the galaxy, millions of people submitting to this, Coalescing of information just keeps going in a maddening stretch forever. Hmm. Oh, this is very strange. I mean, and by the way, if you wanted to know the exact date, yeah, um, of when all of this is happening, I have a calendar that I've been using. It just is never really relevant. Doesn't really come up. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's let's go for the date. It, it is the twenty fourth
0: of uh, Chaimal. In the year forty-seven, forty-nine, as the
3: empire reckons it. How do you spell H y m a h l. So if if I go out into the sort of the main aisle, it's just does there appear to be like maybe a more open space, or is it just it's just shell like shelves and shelves and shelves forever? It's just shelves forever. Ugh. Well guess i don't know what i'm supposed to
0: do and there's a polite cough from behind you yes hello i turn around and you see standing just down the aisle from you and the aisle terminates directly behind this figure in a door that wasn't there before oh this figure is tall not like Ogre or Taro tall, but definitely Stedder tall.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: If there was some ancient society of accountants that mummified their dead, this is what they would probably look like. Mm, definitely. He is gaunt, like unhealthy looking gaunt with long spidery fingers that come out from a very well-fitting suit jacket that falls just a little past his wrist. He has sharp, almost angular features. And you know that if this is the metanet, a person can choose what they look like. Why anyone would choose to look like this is a little uh, odd. Mm. He's got an axe For a chin, this, not literally, but just like it comes to a very sharp, clean edge with kind of a squared off bottom, uh, a very prominent chin, some deep pitted eyes that have the pure black sclera of Stetter with white pupils at their center. No hair to speak of, eyebrows, any hair on the head, all completely shaved clean. And when he speaks, it's with this sound of if the dust in a bookstore could talk, it would sound like this person. And he says, Mr. Theophilus, we are ready to meet you now. Excellent. What, what is your name? Uh, you may call me
3: Loon Sutkeev, the chief editor of the archive. Uh- do you mind uh, spelling that for me? I just I'd I'd like to know what I'm saying when I say it. And even as you
0: ask that, the name appears typed out in that same serif font on your spectacles in front of your eyes. Oh great. And it's L L U N S U T K I
3: V. Great. Loon Sutkiv. Sutkiv. Loon. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, well, you already know my name, but uh, uh oh, this is exciting. Yes,
0: that is why we thought it appropriate to share our names with you in person. Of course. There was some discussion about anonymity, which we usually afford our editors, but things have um, become
3: rather complicated, Mr. Theophilus. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear about that. Oh, hopefully I can help. I, you know, I... <laughs>
0: Well, and he'll turn and he'll grab the handle of the door and open it away from you, so down the hallway. And rather than opening up into a long, endless hallway that was behind you, Mm -hmm. it opens up into a small room. Okay. And he will gesture with his long arms that kind of fall down below his waist, his hands nearly at the same level as his
3: knees. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I go in. I have no reason to distrust this man. He has this somber expression as you move past.
0: And as you walk in, you see that this room is fairly dark, but it is lit by a a flickering screen on one side just to your left as you enter. And it appears like a projection, but you don't see any source of projector that would make this like flickering light appear on the, the wall there. But as you glance at this screen, you're immediately struck by a window out of the eyeballs of Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. You see your companions. You see Amari directly in front of the screen, kind of holding a hand out as whatever is driving your body picks itself up and wipes itself down and glances around as Amari turns and moves towards the unconscious form of Florian on the ground you see a tall catman that you don't recognize carrying the limp body of Shay out and up a flight of stairs and you see two unarmed Midrians on their knees off to one side being covered by a female lien you don't recognize holding a gun to them. And Amari is moving towards a ruined crate where he is securing some zip ties, it looks like.
2: Hmm.
0: And you see all of this happening from a first-person perspective projected onto the wall of this small room happening to your left, as you are ushered in by Mr. Sutkeev. He gestures towards the center of the room where, just a moment ago, you could have sworn there was nothing there, but now there is a table and a chair. Oh, yes, well, uh, He goes and sits down. And. As you sit down across the table, you are pointed directly at that perspective of something looking out through you. are almost sure it's your eyes. The snout you can see coming out from just at the bottom of your, the vision being projected here. And you can hear a voice. It's muffled and low, but it says, oh, yes, doing fine. Thank you. <clears throat> and it is a
3: pretty good impression of you is that um is that happening right now is there there's somebody in my body at the moment the door you hear click and you look as you see
0: mr Sutkev moving into the room there's no door behind him this room is completely apertureless and square He will move around the table and draw out a chair that wasn't there before and sit down so his back is to the projection and you kind of have to look at him and past him to see that perspective out of your Oswald's eyes. Mm -hmm. And he will say, Yes, this is happening in real time. We've collected enough data at this point. We can make an accurate simulacrum.
3: Uh, But... May I inquire as to why? Uh, uh, well, I guess why. What, what? What is going on? Why? What is? What is going on?
0: Yes. Uh, well, we, we we must get to the point. Uh, we don't have much time. The simulacrum will do in a pinch, but they don't hold up to much scrutiny. Any complex conversations that your companions might have with it would reveal the
3: artifice. I think. It'll last longer than you might estimate. I, I have a I have a theory on this.
0: And even as you say that, there is this kind of glancing around from the point of view inside the the deck of the Tarizon as you watch Amari, having made sure that Oswald is okay, now moves away and seems to be ignoring him for tying up the prisoners and there's a conversation that's being had between Layla and Amari uh, that Oswald is overhearing and there's a, a brief back and forth about what to do with these prisoners and Layla this female Leon who you're now taking to be Amari's wife oh uh, oh
3: gotcha Oh right well we,
1: we did see her we did poke our little little snakes Briefly. out at the
3: yeah yeah
0: but there were a few female aliens on that landing platform when you first landed that's true that's true several matriarchs but she's ha- they're having some conversation about a plan that you're not aware of but otherwise they're basically ignoring oswald or at least they're unconcerned with his presence all right, And well. you see the eyes swivel away and start to wander up the stairs onto the upper deck of the Tiresian. Mr. Sutkiv will say, uh, Joining us in this session, we have uh, Miss Hastina, Carconia, Mr. Dorn, and the Yellow Sun over Darkened Theater. They uh, can hear and see everything happen- t- happening here, but they... Uh, I will be speaking for them in this interaction. They are all editors of the Archive, hold our highest esteem, and are aware of your situation.
3: Well, that's good. I'm not fully aware of our situation, so... uh... (laughs) Yes. um,
0: Mr. Theophilus, we've been monitoring you quite closely since...
3: Since the events at Seawell. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I guess I don't know if that's a good it's... thing. <laughs> it's it's been mostly it's trouble long... so far.
0: Yes, yes, trouble indeed. Um, if I could direct your attention over here and he will point to your right his left and another screen will appear on the blank wall over there and you can see another first person perspective from your own eyes mm-hmm. the recording of you stumbling onto the, the zealot trooper armor on that balcony on the sewell Hotel the Five Flames ah, Casino yes. Resort yes yes and he will pull out what looks like a small like remote, like the kind of thing you would use during a a projector presentation. (sighs) And obviously that is merely to illustrate a point in this place, but regardless, he will kind of tap a button on it and it will reveal a bunch of numbers around the outside of the screen, near the bottom and near the top. You can see the runtime, you can see... Uh, The, like, precise encoding data that was used when it was uploaded to the archive. You can also see a viewer count. That number keeps going up, but it is rapidly passing a billion. Oh. Oh, wow. Yes, well, that is certainly where this conversation needs to start, Mr. Theophilus. As you can see, this is one of the most viewed documents we have on the archive in the last few months the only thing that beats it is that video that went around of the three little owlbear cubs that got into
3: that garbage can full of clown makeup i mean it was this very good It i i've seen it many we've times. never seen numbers like that before and i don't think we will again <laughs> yes, yes yes well we can all dream you know we can all hope the right place right time I suppose so yes perhaps there is some sort of greater power up there or wherever who knows but leastways,
0: we have had several interested parties attempting to conduct a breach of contract here at the archive over the last month regarding this
3: discovery of yours Hmm. Breach of contract. As in, I I performed the breach of contract? Is that, or, or, or... There are some that would claim that
0: the producing of this content breaches certain national security clauses that have been set up by individual states throughout the Dragon's Wake, not least of which is the Conus Empire, Mm -hmm. the uh, Roset Hegemony, Mm -hmm. the Coalition of Freeholds, as well as several notable outer kingdoms in the Seawill region.
3: Right, that that does track, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, we here at the Archive have a strict, very strict, code of conduct when it comes to our anonymity. We believe that the information shared on the archive should be done free of prejudice and fear of those who would report it. Yes. That is becoming very difficult in regards to this particular
3: piece. I see. So you are saying that I am um, through my video and, and uh, through the video, me and becoming um, renowned, perhaps, or um, what's the word? Uh, 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 hmm. Hmm. Uh, notable, at the very least. Uh, right? No, quite the opposite. The opposite? What, what do you mean? Well, we're hoping to keep it that way. Oh. Uh, anonymous, right. Okay, yes. Yes, of course. That's makes sense. Uh, safety and all that. <laughs> yes. Now, there
0: are several broader news organizations that would also like to contact you. We've been screening these messages for the most part, hmm. but we wanted to let you know now because things are obviously... Uh, Taking a bit of a turn. Your involvement with the hegemony specifically has become... uh, Problematic is not the correct term, but it is certainly opening us up to certain liabilities that we need to address.
3: Hmm. Yes, I... I, Well, I... um, Yes, on Sea Well, I may have admitted to something that was not totally true, but it uh, kept me uh, safe Uh, in the moment. uh, A bit of a bluff. Uh, Perhaps that is what you're speaking of. Uh, I I know that my Captain Amari is involved in the hegemony. I I have not had direct dealings with them, necessarily.
0: Uh, We are not... Mm. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about in terms of uh, bluffing on Sea Will. Oh. Uh, Whatever that was, I do not believe you were recording during that, whatever that
3: interaction was. I don't think so.
0: Then we would have no record
3: of it. Oh, well. Then forget I ever said anything. Very well. And there's a brief
0: moment and there's a stutter in the image in front of you. we're here to discuss this and he'll tap the little clicker again and a image will appear to your left his right and while the live feed is still happening behind him you will see it start where the live feed currently is which is moving through the mess right now towards oswald's quarters Mm -hmm. and there is a brief moment in which you see vesnus rosette kind of like shakily picking herself up and moving towards Oswald and asking if everything's okay. And that voice coming out of you going, oh, yes, everything's fine. (laughs) Pretty good, honestly. Yeah, it's quite good. But you see it rewind from that point and moving backwards until it goes black and then the eyes open again briefly and you see standing over Oswald as he is... Resting in a puddle of his own sick is Leila Rarakasa with a charged sidearm, holding it at full charge, pointed down at Oswald. And there is a brief moment in which it very much looks like she's going to shoot you. Oh. Huh. The liabilities of which I spoke are very evident to certain
3: matriarchs within the hegemony as well. Yes, I suppose I didn't think about that. Uh, But that
0: is not the most important thing we are here to discuss today. Because, rest assured, the Archive will hold your identity in safekeeping, regardless of
3: what powers seek it out. So long as that is still your wish. Yes, 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 I think so. I think so. Excellent.
0: No, instead... More importantly, in fact, we are here to discuss this and he will tap the remote again and the image to your left, which starts now on Layla pointing a gun at you will rewind further until you see this like quick shot of the can being forced towards your muzzle and coming back down. But then it will freeze on the image of this shadow warped taro. Florian in all of his monstrous glory this shadow beast wreathed in black and green veins that seem to erupt from different points on his body where once he took very serious wounds these howling eyes of emerald coming out of an otherwise darkness drenched skull it looks like something out of a bad monster movie what am I looking
3: at? You are looking at a late stage darkling. Late stage darkling. For some reason I don't recall see I mean that point in the fight was a bit of a blur for me but I it's a it's a bit of a gap. I don't remember seeing this thing.
0: Yes, um We have certain filters that might be able to help with that. And he'll press a couple of buttons and like little wipes of color will adjust on the screen until finally you can see Florian at the center of this kind of vague outline of black. And those green veins are kind of coming out of parts of his body and seem to support the superstructure of darkness that is around his body.
3: Florian. My friend, what has happened? You may have
0: the scientific discovery of the century on your hands, my friend. Oh.
3: oh. Okay. Okay. All right. A creature such as this has never been
0: held in captivity successfully.
3: Oh, okay. Is... W- w- calling it a creature is, is... I mean, that that is my friend. That is uh, Florian.
0: Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Mr. Theophilus. Your friend is well and truly gone. What remains is being propped up by void essence, uh, material we don't quite understand that has been perpetuated in this mortal shell that has been ambling around, pretending to be your friend, but... There is no cure for this. The disease is more the person now than anything. Or at least that's what we believe. You see... uh, Darklings. uh, Void spawn. uh, Demiotins, they're sometimes called. They... They tend to die violent deaths. And those around them usually share the same fate. We don't know what it is about... the person you once called a friend. Something about their biology... somehow contained this essence? And... this is a phenomenal discovery. Scholars on the subject have... tried... many, many times... to capture a specimen whole and alive, but... Even with uh, Cogrish technology lacking any sort of uh, etheric uh, structure, these creatures are impossibly difficult to contain. But somehow the what remains of your friend has somehow kept it contained. We, we don't know how this is possible. Those on the call as well are other experts in this particular field. But I personally have spent quite a bit of time studying uh, transvoid physics and... ...xenovoid biology, though that is a loose... It's a fringe science at best. It's not as though I'm teaching in the College of Yagrash on this subject. As you can imagine studying things that originate from the void has its own set
3: of problems and you are 100% certain that that florian is not i mean you know this you 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 just said that very little is known about these things how how can we be certain
0: There has never been a recorded case of a Darkling transformation that has been stopped. Never. Mostly, it is not even a transformation. Darklings appear occasionally on ships that are unsafely shielded from void entities. Some call them Jotun, some call them Shadow leviathans, are many names across many cultures, but regardless, those things which dwell in the void leave deposits, spawn offspring? We don't actually know. It isn't—this is one that has overtaken a biological host, which is something that has been recorded before, but the host is usually dead within moments— we're not sure what it is about your friend that has allowed it to perpetuate in this way. And he will click the remote and it will fast forward. And it's back to the part just before the eyes of Oswald have picked themselves up with Amari's help. And you can see the unconscious form of Florian in the background still breathing. And Mr. Sutkiv will say, The fact that that what's left of your friend is still alive after this situation... Is an incredible opportunity. If we can isolate what's left and contain it until it can be studied, the advances in understanding the void, in, in maintaining safe practices during space travel, could be astronomical. This could change the galaxy,
3: Mr. Theophilus. Right. Yes, I suppose it could.
0: And you discovered it.
3: Yes, I suppose I did. I discovered something very important. I... Yes, yes. Now, this is... Well, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, Florian... But you're right, this could... This could this could make a big difference. This could um, this could help citizens across the Dragon's Wake. This why this this could be almost as important as negotiating the peace uh, at the end of the war. This could revolutionize
0: interplanetary travel from here into the unknown future this could change how we observe the void and space travel as a whole this could change everything wars come and go wars will always come back around but the advancement of all space flight in the galaxy
3: yes yes oh this is big this is very big all right okay well uh, so so i i suppose what is what now what is the next step as you ask that you can see behind his shoulders
0: the whatever it is driving oswald's body come to a stop up at the bridge as you see a large catman settling shay's body down into the the pilot's chair and you see that Shay's limp body suddenly jerks and gasps and begins ambulating of its own accord. And Mr. Sutkeev will say, We have scarce little resources to immediately aid in some kind of retrieval process, but if you could ensure that the subject is kept contained and isolated, uh, we could. Uh, put you into contact with uh, individuals who would be able to transport uh, the subject to a secure research facility.
3: Right. Um.
0: And, and of course, you will be compensated for your efforts. We will be able to ensure that your name is put on any research papers going forward about discoveries pertaining to this subject. And this could change a great many things,
3: Mr. Theophilus. Okay, I, I have a couple of questions. Um, I have so many questions. One, is the... Oh, actually, really quick question for Mike. When I saw Florian's unconscious body, did it look like Florian, or did it look like this monster? It looked like Florian. Okay. Okay. I have... Well... I am not an expert in, in xenobiology or uh, what you said, transvoid physics. Uh, I've read a few uh, articles on the archive, of course, but it's hardly a, a doctorate or whatever this, the equivalent is in those fields. But if what you said is true, this is, an, this is unprecedented. So, we cannot rule anything out. Therefore, it is very difficult for me to rule out that my friend I- is not still in there. Do you understand what I'm saying? And as you say, not still in there,
0: and glance behind the shoulder of Mr. Sutkeve, you see as... Shay is doing something at the controls and seems to be talking over their shoulder at the the large catman with the crystal sword. There's some kind of frantic exchange happening and there's this look of intense concentration on Shay's face. And you see almost coming out of the stage left of Oswald's point of view is a young looking girl in a sundress walking onto the bridge and looking around and gives a kind of like forlorn look at Shay who doesn't seem to notice she's there and will glance and tilt her head and look directly into Oswald's eyes. And so you see Mara, as she's walking like a transposed figure in like an augmented reality sense, getting closer, not quite lining up with the same perspective lines on the bridge as her bare feet touch some plane that isn't there and move towards Oswald's quote unquote perspective until she is sitting her feet dangling into the room you're in, kind of leaning out of the the projected image on the wall and her head kind of like leans out and she's looking around as her feet dangle from like the black rim just beneath Oswald's eye where his snout is.
3: Oh. Can... Mara, can you hear me? And... She will
0: glance at you and nod and say, Of course, Oswald. Oh, uh,
3: such a lovely, such a lovely girl, yes.
0: Um, uh, hello. And Mr. Sutkeev will, like, sit up and look around, and he seems to not see Mara. Oh. And he'll turn back to you and say, Who are you talking
3: to? Oh. Uh. <laughs> I, um... I thought I saw someone. But, but... What do you see on the monitor?
0: And those black setter eyes will focus towards you, and his brow will furrow, and you see these, like, creased wrinkles kind of flatten out on his brow above his hairless eye brows and he'll flick the eyes over his shoulder towards Mara. they will just sweep over where she is and take in the scene of the bridge with mm-hmm. it looks as though she is like furiously trying to do something you're not quite sure what it's etherics are involved yeah she's wildly flicking through holographic systems data he will then turn and look back to you and
3: ask, Am I supposed to see something? I just don't necessarily... There's a lot I don't understand about what's happening right now. Um, uh, this is a m- metanet
0: projection. You are metadiving at the moment.
3: Right, right, right.
0: The strain on your implants may be causing some kind of oral or visual errors at the moment.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah, that yeah. is
0: normal if you're not hooked up to a diving rig.
3: Right, yes. Uh, not something I've done a lot of. I'm still getting used to. I've had some, some mm, strange experiences in the past doing this. I, I apologize. Um,. And Mara will kind of like hop down
0: out of the projection and begin like curiously looking around the
3: room. Huh. Right. Well, um... Sorry. As, as I was saying, uh, I... I... What is happening with Florian, as you said, is unprecedented. And therefore... We do not know all the factors, and therefore, uh, I I refuse to to rule out the fact that uh, uh, that, that they have passed. I I just I, I I suppose I need to see it for myself. I need to know for myself. Um, but that is absolutely fair. Yes, but um, yes. I I think that. I, my other question is, uh, let's say we proceed. Um, what, what is the timeline we're looking at for this?
0: We know you're currently on a hegemony world near end. If you can find your way to a an outer kingdom or a, an unincorporated world, something that is not overseen by any of the larger governments that we'd
3: discussed earlier that would be optimal for retrieval right right and this 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 could be um i don't know how much you know about me um Uh, quite a bit right well i i don't mean to seem um impatient but well i am on a bit of a timeline when it comes to this kind of thing and granted only a matter of moments ago I I didn't think I would have any shot in whatever there is out there to uh... well this this is just a a great opportunity and I want to make sure that it will happen within a uh, designated amount of time uh, for for reasons
0: Uh, of course well we would hope to expedite this as well Right. And we hope that with your cooperation, we can make this as painless as possible for everyone involved.
3: Right, right,
0: right. Okay. And as he says that, Mara is kind of like tilting her head to the side and watching him talk from behind him. And she'll say, he's the one who's been using the back door that you left open.
3: I sort of like give her a sideways glance
0: interesting and she'll like lift up a finger and touch the back of his coat and suddenly the image shifts and it's still this long gaunt figure but the skin tightens around the skull and around the hands and the fingers become longer and they seem to be extended by etheric implants that make them almost claw-like in appearance. The face becomes more skull-like, the eyes sunken and black, but with the white dot pupils that glimmer with some kind of crystalline light at their center. And the chin is this jagged point that comes down almost a literal blade this is a corpse being kept alive by a And he will say still in that same like well-mannered accountancy voice. We're only trying to do what is best for the galaxy moving forward.
3: Right. Right. Yes. Yes. That's, uh, knowledge is, knowledge is, uh, power, you know, and, uh, Well, this could save a lot of lives, as you said. Yes, indeed, says the corpse. He's just trying to just smile and nod as if he's not Mm -hmm. seeing something truly horrific standing in front of him. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's not even standing. It is gently floating behind the table. It's no longer sitting. There's no contact on the ground. It's wearing these long, dark purple and black robes. And there is this emblazoned sigil resting at a shoulder of crimson and silver. And it is two dragons intertwined in each other, almost making an infinity symbol and with an Ouroboros of dragons wrapped around each other. And that is the crest of the Imperial House of Kanis.
3: Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And he says... If you could direct your crew in the direction of a planet such as that, hopefully we could have this sorted out within a turn or two.
3: Great. Yes, that's... Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Great. Good. Sooner the better. You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. And Of course, we will be keeping an eye on you via your implants. If things turn badly... You can always call out for help, and we will try to get aid to you as quickly as possible.
3: It's good. thank you for that. It's it's nice to feel supported, you know, by...
0: (laughs) We at the Archive have our reporters and editors' best interests at heart. We are looking to spread information and knowledge to the galaxy. That is our utmost concern. Yes, of course. The petty squabbles of governments and those that might try to slow our progress in this matter, mm. we need to support each other.
3: Yes, yes. yes. Petty squabbles of, of governments, oh, every single one of them. And he
0: tilts his head and there's this horrible cracking sound as the vertebrae slide into each other. There's no wet meat to stop bone from grinding on bone. And he will say you're right Mr. Theophilus you look rather shaken
3: well I briefly uh, a while back there thought I died and then uh, woke up in this place and basically found out moments ago that I have discovered something truly magnificent and uh, galaxy changing and I mean it's just a lot to take in i <laughs> I'm Understandable. Yes.
0: Moments like this come once in a lifetime.
3: Yes. Yes, I suppose they do. We
0: will return you to your physical presence now. Remember, if you keep your implants on, we'll be able to be in contact with you and observe anything you observe if you find anything of interest with the subject. Great. But be warned, the Darkling inside of it is voracious. It will do and say anything to keep the flow of Aether coming. Understood. I wish you the best of luck, and we will be in touch soon, I'm
3: sure. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, Thank you. Mm. This is a. Uh, a pleasure of meeting you finally and um it's good to know that my hard work is uh being noticed very much noticed i will give the other editors
0: your regards and mera will say no one else is listening
3: <laughs> yeah, i i i don't even know if i want i i like start to have the thought like that's what I, that's what i th- imagine but then I'm like I don't even want to have that thought Uh, so just don't think of anything
0: there will be a momentary sense of vertigo Okay, Uh, try to grab something before you fall over when we return you okay I will do my best and Mara will whirl around and move back towards the point of view and crawl through your perspective out back onto the bridge Shay
2: That's me. Sorry, I thought I was muted. Oh, for the first time, I thought I was muted so I didn't say anything. And I wasn't actually muted.
0: As you're desperately searching the the ship's systems for Mera and finding nothing for a solid five minutes, it's as though she's just gone.
2: Where's my baby?
0: But then, as you are doing your fifth check through everything her voice will come up through the console directly in front of you and say it's okay i'm
2: back now mara oh oh god are you okay and
0: behind you oswald falls over
2: oh what's wrong with him oh. now
3: i have to go to the oh restroom excuse me and then i run away <laughs>
2: I cannot
3: take any more stress today. Amari,
0: you have properly trussed up two Midrian soldiers. One mech pilot and one who needed to be pried out of a raptor personal combat suit. These two are tied up and tossed into a corner of the cargo hold. They seem to be cooperating, and one of them basically slipped into unconsciousness due to shock.
4: That happens sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, especially when Florian
4: grabs them. That happens sometimes, um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you mess with the bowl. What
0: did you do with the unconscious Florian?
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I was curious. Did we ever establish if the isolation pod was large enough to fit Florian into it is yes okay you can cool um
1: it's just it's just that we couldn't all get in there at the I, same time mm, okay you <laughs> couldn't have like without, a, a cuddle without puddle, being real yeah, cuddle yeah, puddle. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah 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 okay um well in that case since no one's using it at the moment I uh, Amari's best thought would be uh get Florian somehow in the isolation chamber maybe that's going to halt whatever is is happening and prevent it from coming back at all. Okay,
0: so I'm going to say Layla stays down here to watch the prisoners. You get Paladin Rolly to come back down to the cargo hold and help you drag Florian up because it is not a one-cat operation. Mm -hmm. Time passes. The... Ships that were harrying the Tiresian are scared off by the security forces of Nirand. As this was made very publicly known, a matriarch was aboard this ship when Shay broadcast that over an open channel. Uh, Overwhelming force was (laughs) shot up from planet side to chase off Red's dogs and the still circling ship, Of the other mercenaries. What you would find out later is that the three that were unceremoniously ejected from the cargo hold of the Tiresian had personal flight capabilities. Whatever suits they were wearing were capable of flying. And they rendezvoused with their own personal spaceship and escaped. Wave. Waves of men belonging to Red's dogs, were thrown at the defense forces to allow for Bartlett's bounty to escape. Classy. But many mercenaries died to accomplish that feat.
4: To accomplish retreat. Good. That's, yes. well done. Well done, Matt. Your prisoners
0: are taken in the name of Pride Rakasa. Nice. Layla's words about your involvement... In this situation, have a resounding effect on the immediate hierarchy. You've clearly uncovered some kind of imperial plot. Okay. She is incredibly insistent on that fact. As she tells you, that's what happened here. Mm -hmm. The individuals you've captured are clearly imperial, even if they say they're not. They were wearing and using old imperial military tech. So obviously, the plot you uncovered on Seawell provoked a response, and the Empire dared to strike at a hegemony world at the consort of a matriarch. That is what happened, according to Layla Rarakasa.
4: Oh. Do you back her up? Yeah. Yeah, 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 100% yes. <laughs> okay. I'm She's had my causing back. An
1: international, co- causing an intergalactic, intergalactic incident intergalactic. because intergalactic. I'm a wife guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> True
4: I'm very shit. much not a wife guy. I don't know if you've been here for the last <laughs> two years we've been doing this.
0: <laughs> this political maneuver will cement Layla as somebody who is taking direct action against the Khanus empire. While her own standing isn't that great, for the empire to consider her an enemy immediately makes her more important. Mm. And so long as the hegemony is backing her, she has way more resources at her disposal if they think the empire has made her an
4: enemy Mm -hmm. is the real question is is it more common for matriarchs to establish themselves as enemies of the empire just to for political gain like who isn't an enemy of the empire true but
0: very few people have the evidence of some kind of weapon of mass destruction arms dealing plot to back up those claims That's fair.
4: That's fair. It's good. Mm -hmm. Getting that new house. Getting that new house with the pool.
2: How can we sneak in our actual goals here?
3: (laughs) Mm, It's the real question.
2: Because they're so close to aligning, and
3: (laughs) just a little bit of nudging, you know, in the right direction. A little bit of nudging. Yeah. Within the hour, the
0: Tiresian has relanded on a non-floating platform Boo. at a military base oh, just man. north of the city. It was taken there under escort as like personal protection for the matriarch and also the rest of you. Florian, it is about that time that you wake up in the isolation pod on the bridge of the Tiresian. You feel like absolute burning garbage. It is a hangover times a thousand. Your brain is aching. Your nerves are humming like you did too much caffeine. Your muscles ache and every scar on your body itches.
1: Born, born slap out. Um... Can I just lay in this nice, quiet chamber for a little bit? Just take a little breather.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it is nice and quiet. Occasionally you hear the thump, thump, thump of somebody walking on the bridge nearby. But other than that, it's quiet and you feel completely disconnected from the usual hum of etherics that sixth sense that everybody has.
1: Uh, eventually, when I've like just laid there for a second to get used to feeling like absolute shit um is is this amari did you secure this chamber is it locked
4: it's uh is it closed somehow yeah yeah it's it's closed just like a little bit there's some bungee cords you know just in case you, <laughs> you, you, you roll around when you're sleeping i don't want it tipping over or anything like that just for just for it's, you it's, and there's a blanket I mean, over the top of the of the pod too
2: it's. I mean, it's in the ground. It's embedded in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then there's like some
0: flex seal yeah,
4: taping it down.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's think of like a a 60s or 70s like conversation pit that would be in like swanky houses, mm-hmm. but with like a mostly opaque lid that would close over it, mm-hmm. and you kind of get an idea of what this looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the okay. perfect home. So.
1: Got it. So. <laughs> Uh, once Florian realizes that he can't get out, how 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 soundproofed is this chamber?
0: It's sound muffling. I wouldn't call it soundproof. Okay, so whoever's it's like... on
1: the bridge just hears the muffled sound of someone losing their goddamn shit uh, as Florian begins to freak the fuck out.
2: See, this is why we don't put him in there for punishment. Cause then he thinks it's not safe.
1: <laughs> you have uh, a tra- crate v- trained for you.
0: <laughs> Vesnes from a nearby comm panel will say, I think he's
5: awake. Okay. This will be fun. Um
2: hey, oh, here's a good question that I'm is probably rhetorical for Reed. Um, did you explain at all why you have locked Valorian in the isolation pod?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, the rest of y'all would s- have seen it. Like, why? She and didn't. No, no, no. no. I- hang on. Let me finish my sentence. Would have seen me put him in there, and then I would yeah. have explained it.
2: Okay.
1: Right, Shay was still probably to try here. to get him out. You begin to hear the thuds of Florian attempting to punch through the isolation pod. I've gone all in, so I can't do much, but I don't know that because that's not a thing.
0: (laughs) This is our current scenario. The mission at the moment is over. This isn't a downtime session just yet. That'll come later. But right now... Florian is trapped in the isolation pod. Amari and Shay are both on the bridge with Vesnes Rosak, your Kogarish companion. Kala is still nowhere to be seen. Layla has left with Paladin Roly, escorting the prisoners to the barracks or the the brig of this military installation. Oswald, where are you at this moment? Running to my room. You've been there for a while, then. Yes. Because this is like about an hour later.
3: I guess I'm just like, I don't know. I'm afraid to leave my room because I don't know when they're watching and when they're not. So I don't want to give anything away. So I'm just going to stay in my room. Okay.
0: So while this discussion is happening, just keep in mind that Oswald is not there. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, Florian is thumping on the isolation dome to get out, and it's the two of you plus Vesnus on the bridge right now.
3: I
2: mean... Florian, I, are I, your comms working?
1: Uh, get me the fuck out of here. Oh
0: Isolation chamber. No
5: oh, etherics in Oh, yeah, right.
1: that's right. You're so right. Yeah. I'll just edit myself out. From that.
5: <laughs> I mean, I put them in. Do you want me to go get him out?
2: Yes, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I am walking over to the pod. Like, and, as soon as Florian starts thumping on it, I'm like, and I'm, and I, okay, pro- Shay would probably know that you can't. I could, wouldn't be able to calm in there. Um, I just forgot. Um, so yeah, like mm-hmm. immediately, is walking over to open the pod.
0: Okay, you open the pod. It was never meant to be locked from the outside. So Amari had to do some quick and dirty, like you said, maybe not quite bungee cords, but some equivalent there of of just like, (laughs) I put a really heavy thing on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He might have been physically sitting on the lid.
4: Paladin Rolly and I have been playing playing cards for an hour, sitting on top.
2: I go over and I push Amari over. (sighs)
4: <sighs> I do
0: But leastways you get the lid open And Florian looks like hell
5: Hey Florian
2: Hey buddy you're alright I,
1: I mean I ain't uh, What Why the fuck And why did you You punched me mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Like real hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Let me give Amari a little
5: shove. Mm, no, that's 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 fair. That's fair. Um Yeah. I don't know how to explain well, this. Uh you weren't you
1: Okay. Uh, that tells me absolutely nothing.
5: Okay, what? so when I explain... I was me. I, yeah, mm-hmm. When I explained you were a large, hulking I, I helped monster... I subdue mm-hmm, those mm-hmm, guys, mm-hmm, and then you mm-hmm, punched me mm-hmm, straight in the mm-hmm. fucking
1: face, man.
5: Right, okay. Shay, the floor is yours.
1: I'll kind of, like, whirl on Shay. Like...
2: Look, I... I just think you need to hear Amari out for a second. Amari, you could be a little more communicative this Uh, isn't like a this isn't a super great time for like a dramatic moment I'm
5: I'm not trying to be dramatic I'm trying to put it into terms in which me explaining that they were a giant hulking monster isn't coming across as me calling someone a giant hulking monster so now okay Florian
1: yes Amari
5: okay things happened And your perceptions of what happened are not what happened for the rest of us. What? Just hang on. Something happened to you while we were fighting. Something dark and filled with void. You took on a sort of large, hulking, monstrous visage... And what you perceive to be nice and kind and helping me, you were crushing those individuals, squeezing the life out of them. Something you wouldn't normally do.
1: Quick, quick cue just for for Mike. Are either is that guy injured at all? Besides the like uh, psychological <laughs> terror, besides the severe PTSD, I gave him.
0: Amari, you would have seen him when he got pride out of the the raptor suit. Uh-huh. It was bad. Uh-huh. Oh no! Like, you know those scars people get when they're struck by lightning. Uh-huh. It looked like that. Like the veins on parts of his body were highlighted, and. Shining through the skin in some odd ways, and he just had this completely out of it look it had to be taken away on a stretcher, essentially alive, clearly in shock, and messed up okay
5: so
1: I mean i lit- like I literally wasn't though. Right. So... Whoa, wait, wait. Monstrous visage? What? Big hulking, hulking monster? I mean, I, I know I went real fast.
5: Y- yeah. You had green void looking energy pulsing from wounds and sh- giant shadows and stuff just pouring out of you. It was...
1: I'm gonna like look at Shay and i like What's this guy talking about?
2: Uh, I mean, listen, I... I was... You know... In the ship. I I couldn't see what was happening. But Amori wouldn't... Why would he lie about something like this? Just to get a free punch in? It sounds a little, uh...
1: Asshole-ish?
2: Yeah. Yeah, like a bit uncharacteristic. But I mean... You know, Layla was there and and, and Roly, and I mean, the two, the two, I mean, the, from what Amarni told me, I mean, the dude that you were gripping saw it, and the other guy saw it, and I don't know where Oswald was.
0: Vesnes will say, I was not there.
4: Do we have any I mean, sort Tom of onboard cameras? Either. Nope. Nope, oh, good. No. I mean, <laughs> no proof.
1: we do but our onboard camera isn't here right now Yeah, (laughs) our
5: onboard camera is bipedal what about this remember when Mr. Zinn and the Archproctor said things could happen because of the Void
1: yeah but how wasn't Void mad I wasn't being compelled to do anything.
5: What if it's beyond compulsion? Maybe you don't even realize it's happening.
1: But I I wasn't like being controlled. I was I was me. I remember all of it.
2: Uh, Afraid? did you I mean, did you did you take any Aether from anything? I mean, we know I mean, that that's mech. why the void madness may have happened, so. That, the mech, yeah. Mm-hmm how much Did you take a lot
1: i, I mean a max a max worth
0: which amari and shay would both know is a lot mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> i mean but like like right i was you know attempting to shut it down
2: right so god uh I mean, clearly you need to be either way more careful when you're leeching or, I mean, you may have to stop doing it.
1: But I mean, but again, that's the thing. I wasn't, I wasn't void mad. I was,
2: it felt But we know that, but we know that the leeching is like a connection to the void problems that you and Oswald and I have been having.
5: Florian, the problem is that you don't see what actually happened. And that's the void. Or what the rest of us are all going void baby. madden, the giant the, the giant thing that almost I killed mean, two people even we, though they were we attacking are, us. We are
1: all on this ship together a lot. Okay. I'm just saying, uh that sounds mighty weird and all, but and of course I'm I'm gonna be careful. But I'm I'm telling you guys, it, it wasn't void madness. It was maybe something else.
5: Well, if it's something else then that's another problem entirely. Vesnus will raise a hand. Yeah. Vesnus, you don't have yeah. to raise a hand.
2: Just-
0: I just did not want to say this out loud without somebody telling me to.
2: Uh, Okay, go ahead.
0: Does the insane person know they are insane?
1: I mean... Before
0: it was you lose time, yes?
1: Yeah. And felt Compulsions, had hallucinations...
0: This time it wasn't compulsion it was you that wanted to do the thing.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't like I wasn't like oh I'm going to crush this guy. I literally just held him against the wall for like a second. And right was like covered in a lot of void goop.
2: No, apparently. but again that's like, not what happened. Is you weren't just holding him against a wall for a second you slammed him into a wall with enough force to, like, pretty severely damage his body. Like...
1: So then what do we do about it? I mean, the thing that keeps folk from going more void mad is not going into the void.
5: Or, in your case, not leeching Aether.
1: I can... I can do that. Okay. That doesn't seem like uh, a a foolproof plan to me. I
2: I did have some some thoughts about it. Long story short, we may have access to some more resources soon. Um, I was thinking about trying to convert one of the spare, uh, uh, quarters into a somewhat larger version of an nice, of a navigation pod, but without all the navigation bits in it, just a, a larger version of what I've got. Cause I mean, we can't put you and Oswald in there while I'm trying to get the ship somewhere. It's just not realistic, but I was thinking about trying to start on that. To at least mitigate it while we're traveling.
5: Well, I mean, we're going to need to make repairs anyways while we're here.
2: Yeah.
1: Pretty slick how I, I flew the ship for like a second there.
2: <laughs> Florian, the fact that it didn't just immediately explode is a fucking miracle.
1: There's no, like, switch on there that's just a make it explode switch. Come on. And yet,
2: the switches you (laughs) flipped almost made it happen. (laughs) Really impressive. In that way. Carefree shrugs in character.
0: Veznus will say, I could show you the combination of switch flips you would have to make to make the ship explode. Do
2: not do that.
0: Okay.
5: The crew we have assembled is a nightmare.
2: <laughs> Don't cite the deep magics to me, which I was there when they were written. <laughs> I know exactly how to blow this ship up. <laughs> Don't patronize me.
0: Okay. Is there anything else that needs to be accomplished in the immediate moment?
2: Somebody should check on Kala, but I'm not sure who, if anyone has the bandwidth for that. I tried like, a little <laughs> Are bit we ago. all just gonna cycle through until someone gets I'm, it right?
4: I mean, hey, if it comes down to a roll, I have nothing to throw at it. I mean... Not that that's any reason to not go talk to a friend, but you know, Um,
1: again, if it's anyone, I just don't think it should be me.
4: Might be, hey, you might be the only one worth, you know, going and talking to Kosh. She she may have no idea what happened.
3: She didn't see big monster Florian, so yeah, Mm -hmm. it's
1: true. I meant more the, the, Assuring her that reality was real and then it very much not being. Yeah.
3: I mean, that might make you the best person to talk to her about it. Yeah,
1: but she might be mad at me. (laughs) I'm a big, strong boy, but only physically. (laughs) (laughs) My insides are soft.
0: Okay. So, sounds like nobody goes to check up on Kala.
4: I mean, Amari mm. I, I would have make the rounds to check on everyone, trying to make sure that everyone's safe. Okay. As you disperse,
0: you can see out the viewports on the bridge that there are... You're on a military base. There are lots of soldiers and uh, defense force folk about no one's trying to get inside the Tyresean. it's just you are square in the middle of an airfield full of fighter craft and there are soldiers in the distance and this is a military base
2: and we got a ship full of contraband
0: <laughs> yeah whether or not that makes you feel more secure about your current position <laughs> that's a personal <laughs> thought i've got matriarch backing i'm i'm okay yeah, and that's probably a big reason why nobody's searching mm-hmm. this ship. <laughs> As you disperse and Amari, you begin to move about the ship and check in on individuals. Eventually, you would come to Oswald's room. Mm-hmm. And knock on the door. hmm
5: Hello, Oswald. There does it's not matter You doing good? Doing great.
3: Oh, okay. uh, he said like a liar. <laughs> is can you can you just grab a couple of things for me if you wouldn't mind,
5: since you're no. checking in? That's not how check ins work. Well, maybe they should. Okay,
3: so um, I need a, a couple of things. Please, I said please. I think that's important.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, is, one a, is, is one of them 12 loco? Is several one of, of them the two things, loco? One of the two things
3: is 12 loco. Yes, mm-hmm. it's been a day. Mm-hmm. It has okay. been a day, um, mm-hmm. Amari. It has, it has been... Oh, boy. Uh, and then if you could you know those um uh sheets of paper that uh that florian has mm. you think you could get one of those for me and maybe a some sort of
5: writing implement yes i can get you like a a pen and paper
3: Yes. Yes. Pen. That's what they're called. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Great. All right. Anything else? I know you're busy. Do you want so, want me to when stop and grab you
5: a bite to eat? Any, anything else?
3: No, I should be fine. I should be fine.
4: Thank you.
5: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I will get all of that stuff later. <laughs> okay.
0: Mari, continuing on, you
4: come to I don't know if you're also checking in with everybody else. I mean, if they were Oops. up on the bridge, then, you know, that's fine. I don't necessarily need to check in with my wife because just talk to her and, uh, mm-hmm. Paul and Rolly. Great. Cool. He's. Okay. Being stoic.
2: Mm hmm.
4: Well, they're not even on the ship at this point. Great. He's being stoic somewhere else.
0: Yeah. He is. He's following your wife. Gross. Um, <laughs> I mean, good, good. Technically what he was. Yeah. Yeah. You eventually get to Kala's quarters. And for the second time in as much time, you have a conversation through a closed door as she says,
5: yes. Hey, Kala, it's it's Mari. You doing okay in there?
0: Do it. Doing fine, yes. Did you
5: need anything?
0: There's a long beat. And then she says, Depends where we are, I suppose.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, we're on Nirin, We moved to a different location on planet. I mean, we're on a military base now. Oh, um...
0: No, uh, let me know if we get near a, a store or something.
5: A, a store, I mean we we can get everything we want here, we have a requisitions office. Uh,
0: no, I'm store um no, uh military tech but no, no that won't do.
5: No. Okay. Did you need anything specific? Uh Yes, no. Uh
0: a store? I don't need a store. No. Um. Let me know when we get near a a transport depot. Yes, oh, oh, uh, like yeah. a public one. Sure. When do you think we'll get near one of those?
5: Um. Not entirely sure. Okay. On that. Um, well, do you want me to just w- keep you posted? W- w-
0: yes, if you could give me the address when we get there. Sure. Or one that's close by? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Mm. The door never opens. Sociable bunch. As you continue down the corridor, eventually you're passing the huge, not huge, but large bank of communications and scanning equipment that has filled up one of the weapons bays. Mm-hmm. on one of the sides of the ships, It's mostly just like a big bank of consoles with a couple of stools in front of it that are meant to be like sat down in and like that classic, like leaning over a big piece of technology with an earphone on and listening to the scans and watching the, the monitors. Mm-hmm. You see kind of moving from monitor to monitor on the screens, the projection of Mara's little girl form kind of moving between the monitors. She'll like kind of dance through one kind of glancing around and then like pop into another. And it almost looks like she's moving between like comic book frames but it's the screens that are on this Mm. bank of technology. And as you are walking past she'll wave.
5: How you doing Mera? I'm
0: doing fine. Thank you Amari. That was scary.
5: Yeah. That was bit of a rough one. Mm-hmm. You... You say you're doing fine, but are you doing, like... Everything's okay, you're feeling well, after all that?
0: Oh, yes. Several runtimes have passed. I'm fully recovered. Thank you, though.
5: Do you... Know what happened?
0: Oh, yes. We were invaded by several medinet presences. I believe there was at least three mortal divers and a fay incursion that... disrupted my processes some.
5: Oh. Well, I mean you you handled it like a champ, so you know. Good job. Shay helped a lot. Yeah, Shay does that they're very helpful.
0: I would like to warn you if that's all right. Yeah. One of the presences that was here I think I may have hurt them.
5: Oh, How so?
0: Well, I've never defended the systems of the Tiresian before. Mm-hmm. I was uncertain as to the precise nature of how I should do so when we first came under attack.
5: Okay.
0: Well, I may have caused neural damage okay. to whoever was on the receiving end of my first defensive measures
5: man is um that can be a lot to think about um the important thing oh is should that,
0: i be thinking about it
5: well it's kind of a, a a big topic it's kind of hard to process a lot of people go through training to learn how to you know process something like that and you just kind of got flung straight into it so you know it can be Mm. it can be a lot how do you obviously you wouldn't have brought it up if it if you were completely uh, you know unworried by it
0: this is a fair critique my initial concern had to do with retribution on the part of whoever it is is connected to the person I might have hurt Mm -hmm. but underlying subroutines would indicate that it was taking up quite a bit of my processing power.
5: Yeah. I mean, you're safe and we're all safe. So, in that regard, we, we thank you. And we're glad that you're okay. Hmm. So I think that's probably the first thing you should think about.
0: This is true. It was not the first thing I thought about, but I will consider it now. Yeah.
5: It is a completely normal thing to think about that. So...
0: I have always said that I crave new experiences. Mm. Is it normal that some new experiences are bad?
5: Totally. Not everything's going to be... Fun or exciting, some of them are going to be harsh, rough, and things you don't want to do ever again.
0: I cannot say that I do not want to do it ever again. It may become necessary in the future.
5: Well, there's a difference between want and need, so... This is true. uh, Thank you, Amari. Yeah, I hope you don't ever have to do it again, but... If it does come down to it, you know, you got this.
0: Oh, I'm perfectly capable of killing an individual who has invaded our ship systems.
5: The, thank you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Amaris, 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 slightly taken aback by that, just like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, hmm
0: And you move on.
5: Yeah, just like, well, I mean, if if i could give you a hug i would
0: fascinating you're perfectly capable of doing this if you meta dive into the ship systems uh,
5: uh, uh, maybe when shay's around i'm still tux is one thing meta diving is a little bit more
0: i see very well
5: well hang in there kid and then give her a wave and head on to the next. Shay
0: one. Florian, what are you doing?
2: I what am I doing? Um. Oh, I think I said this last time, maybe, but um, I want to. Uh, I guess I know when I was scrubbing earlier. I was mostly looking for Mera, so I want to kind of like run diagnostics on the ship systems, um, since we were invaded by four different things and one of them might was probably a Fae presence. So I want to just go through the systems and see if there's any, any bad stuff left over from, from that and you know, get it okay. out.
0: Quick diagnostics would indicate that no, nothing Seems to be out of place. All of your ship systems seem to be functioning functioning normally. And whatever the attackers were trying to do to your local networks failed. You can tell based on incoming signatures, call sets, that there were four presences that invaded the ship. One was almost immediately ejected, you assume by Mara. The other two that you personally dealt with were vanished of their own accord and uh, one that seemed to have some kind of tenuous connection to Mara that you dealt with. Mm
2: Mm-hmm
0: but eventually left. There was a fourth signal coming from that same position that you didn't really even engage with, and you really are only discovering it now. It seemed as though there were like two signals coming from the same position. Going through the data, you're pretty certain that these were... Divers working for Red's dogs, one of which was engaged directly with Mara and the other of which was trying to shut down the ship's systems. Hmm. The one that was like shutting down the ship systems and like cutting off communications, you personally stopped. Yeah. The one that was tangling with Mara, you eventually let her overcome it. Though, again, you're a little bit antsy as to, like, why she wasn't able to do that. Yeah. And that last one that basically just vanished as soon as you started looking into it, that is of unknown origins. Ah. But you know that it only got into the ship after the IFF was turned off.
2: Yeah. Did... It like was there any identify like not identifying information, but like any kind of footprint left by that presence? Like if I go through I mean what whatever equivalent would be, like going through the keystrokes of of what that mm-hmm. presence was going through looking at.
0: Give me an Aether Tech role. Okay. Or an advanced tech. Sense. This would probably be hacker voice. I mean tactic careful or clever probably
2: yeah um i'm going i'm going to use clever cuz like i want to did i go all in? I don't, I don't remember if i went all in last time i think i did i don't think like, no. so um so and since technically we haven't hit downtime yet
0: if you wanted to punch it right now you could
2: I don't see why not.
4: Go hard. Okay.
2: So let's see. I have eight in my pool. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Four, five, six, seven, eight. And hacker voice, I'm in is also a D10. <laughs> I know that that this wouldn't be it because it's not like a, in the scene technically still. But <laughs> I'm gonna take it out. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna roll my tactical talent first. Please do um all right that is a 15
0: this is one of those the higher you roll the more information you'll get kind of rolls
2: yeah. mm, boo. okay so that is 10 15 mm. Uh, 15 plus 12 Well, okay, so 15 plus 15 is 30 plus 12 is 42 45
0: Okay, that is over godlike As you completely scrub the systems of the Tiresian, you Basically put together a reverse footprint of exactly how this whole scenario broke down. Yeah. The first individual to infiltrate the Tyresian systems was a diver from a ship called the Minosian Fall. You were able to figure out that with this. You can backtrace their call set to that ship. You also know that whatever it was that Mara did killed the person on the other side. After that happened, everybody else barreled onto the Tyresian. The two divers that came from Red's Dogs uh, attacked the ship in tandem... And attempted to shut down its communications and ground it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mara stopped them from grounding it. It's very clear now that she was holding herself back okay. in the defense of the ship, thinking that her first uh, defensive maneuver maybe went a little bit overboard nothing was actually stopping her from absolutely annihilating these people other than herself.
2: Hmm.
0: What exactly her thought process was there you don't know that's not what you can put together here. You can just tell that like nothing was actually interfering with her per se. The Fae presence and that is absolutely what it is that invaded the ship inspected every inch of the ship's systems top to bottom. Whoever this was got a complete layout of the Tyresean, everything inside of it, all of the modifications you've made. Whoever has this information now will be able to track your ship even though you have a Formian generator. Bruh. That information is probably, you don't know where that information ended up, so exactly who's going to be able to do that, you don't know. Yeah. What you do know is that buried in the sanitation systems, of all places, in some of the junk code that controls the waste recycling systems on board the ship, you find what is the diver equivalent of a calling card. Hmm. It is a little... Impression or a mark that is left by black hat divers when they want to just prove that they got into a system and leave a little, effectively an emoji there to prove I got in and there's nothing you could do to stop me. <sighs> it is a luminescent blue and silver windmill.
2: Does that mean anything to me
0: not off the top of your head no i don't know if you know if shay knows enough about
2: hacker culture <laughs> i mean i do dress like one so like you think yeah
3: <laughs> the first step is fashion
2: listen i didn't go yeah. i didn't go straight to the cole foundation from wesrin is all there's a few cycles where sure. nobody knows what i was doing
0: Do you have any knowledge talents in?
2: I don't. know divers can't. Or yeah, I just
0: have a D six. Roll me that D six real quick.
2: Okay. Am I just a poser, you guys? Who knows? (laughs) You certainly
0: live on the edges of that culture. That's for sure. It's a five. It's a five. Okay, so that would bump us up to fifty. Oh shit. Which is what I was looking for. Mm-hmm.
2: Damn. Oh,
0: perfect. There is a legendary diver that is made waves through the metanet, mostly by causing uh, intellectual symposiums held online to turn to fistfights, essentially. Obviously, not literally because they're all happening online, but this person is made their reputation by fucking with people who think they know better. But or at least from the divers perspective mm-hmm. by it's kind of a, an anti- intelligence movement of a sort, movement's not the right word, but like this particular hacker has made their bones and their reputation in certain black hat circles for just like, oh, they're having this meeting about this certain like important cultural moment that these historians are discussing. What if somebody slipped in there and started like making a rhetorical argument that eventually led to them screaming at each other and making personal insults? That is what this person is known for.
2: I'm going to go fucking feral.
0: They go by the name Ariel.
2: Oh my god.
0: And I think it is there that we are going to have to end tonight's session. And we'll find out exactly what all of that means next time. Because as always, you can find us online at matcomrpg on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You
1: can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang
2: out. You can find me on Twitter at Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile.
4: You can find me at the TheReadamis on Instagram and Twitter where I post
3: jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on please, please, please do so.
0: Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram, at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Goodbye. Bye.
0: Goodbye.
4: Bye.